Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. I, I want to share something with you that I had to come to the realization one time. And even in the reinvention of myself right now, I've had to come to that. And I want to share it with you today. Give it to you. I want to tell you about something that a lot of people do in their life. And I want you to be aware of it. Here it is. Don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. I said, don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. The reason I'm saying this is because People have a tendency to once they make a decision about something or once they decide to go a certain path, they go against all everything. Anything anybody says, anything anybody might do, any other ruling they may come across, they shun advice, they don't listen to counsel, They just, I made the decision, I'm going to do it anyway. Don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. Now, here's a surefire way to tell if you're wrong. If you don't see any movement in the direction you've chosen, if you don't see anything going right 
in that decision. If you feel as though you're in a rut, if the wall you're climbing seems so insurmountable that you ain't even moving an inch, and every time you turn around, you keep getting knocked by down, knocked back down. Don't get stuck on yourself. You know, you could be wrong, you know. See, that's why it's important for people to always be open to the reinvention of yourself. You know, you cannot be afraid to reinvent yourself. In other words, you can't be afraid to change. Change is necessary when it comes to growth. There is no growth without change. The more you know, the older you look. There is no growth without change. If you're heading in a direction and ain't nothing going right in your life, could it be the wrong direction? If you're climbing and you're making no headway, could it be the wrong direction? Could you have possibly made the wrong choice? Don't get stuck on yourself because you done made the wrong stuff. It's okay to forgive yourself. It's okay to let yourself off the hook. It's even smarter sometimes to admit that you were wrong. You ever met somebody ain't ever wrong? Have you ever met somebody you talk to, they ain't ever wrong about nothing, man. They just, it's they way or the highway. It's this is my way. This is, I I know people like that stuck on them power trips and all like that. You know what I had to learn how to do? I had to learn how to let them go on them power trips. But listen to this though. You're not taking me on that trip though. You're going on that trip by yourself. I'm going in the right direction. I've decided to stop. The way, okay, listen to this person, this person. I decided to stop doing business the way I was doing business. I decided to stop to allow business being done around me the way business was being done around me. You know what? You know the best decision I made was to allow for God to have some say-so and to offer me his direction. I have found him to be a better driver than anyone else I know. I have found him to know more about the man he made than anybody else who's merely associating with me. I have found it to be a fact that my maker knows more about the vehicle he created than does anybody else. If you, if your Chevy brake, don't you take it to Chevy? You don't take your Ford when it break down to a Toyota dealership. They not going to know everything that the Ford dealership would know about the vehicle. You know why? Because they're not the maker of it. So now, why are you letting, you letting your life being led, controlled, and guided by somebody other than your maker? I'm just asking you to let's all take a common sense look at this. So if going to your maker is the best way, the best decision I made in my business was take over my brand myself and to allow the maker of this brand. See, without God, I'm none of this. I'm none of this. I want you to clearly understand I ain't none of this without him. I wish I could have the guts to reach back there and pat myself on the back for what I've accomplished in my life. I wish I had the guts i wish the nerve of me because i know for a fact that there is no way that i could have manufactured the life that i have i could not even have 
thought of it. It's no way I could have told you that this was the route I was going to take and this is the outcome because of it. I had no idea, no clue. The one thing I had, though, was an unshakable faith in God. I had an un... Uh, and I, I just kept believing in him. I kept believing that he had something more for me. And then when I touched base with him and asked him to show me what it is, what he had for me, ta-da, the magic show began. Because you know what he did? He took all my natural abilities that he had given to me, this gift that he gave me, that, I, that he poured into me at birth, that same gift that he poured into you at birth. The moment you go to him and let him show you that gift, and then guess what? Once he takes what he naturally put in you and put his super, his superpowers on top of that, then you have some supernatural things going on in your life. And you may not be feeling me. I'm cool with that. But I done had some supernatural things happen to me. Every day I wake up, some supernatural, the, the, man, the rewards of my life, the awards of my life, the accomplishments, the how I'm working, the how I manage it all, all that ain't nothing but God. That ain't nothing but God. You can't even explain this schedule to people. Sometimes when people ask me, Steve, how do you do it? I go, well, this is what I manage my time. Then at the end of when I get through, I say, hey, man, you know what I need to tell y'all for real? It's God. I, I don't really know. But I'm letting him manage me, so he handling it. He ain't going to put no more on me than I can bear. Listen to me, y'all. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. And remember this. Don't get stuck on yourself because you could be wrong, you know. You absolutely could be wrong. If you don't tie this to your gift, you will be struggling the rest of your life. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get it started. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is on and cracking today. Full compliment of heroes. Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. What's up, crew? Hey, hey. Kia Spates. Morning, everybody. J. Anthony Brown. Watch out there now, Steve Harvey. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Thomas Miles. Wow. Yes. Government. Sexy man. on Friday, baby. What it do? What? Yeah, it always day? is, man. That's the thing Sexy about on you, man. Friday. Sexy on Friday. At least you know it's just Friday. <laughs> mm. I say we get rid of the days of the week. Just we just live. We <laughs> hey Jay. Jay, you uh, don't have to. They gone. <laughs> yeah, gone. your wish is granted, Friday. buddy. It's yeah, over. I gotta have my Friday together, man. Yeah, yeah, you know no what you ain't weekend. heard in a long time? I better hurry up. You know it's Friday. <laughs> you ain't heard that in a minute. You know yeah, it's nah. Monday. It's gonna be traffic out there. It's Monday. I sure be glad when Friday get here. <laughs> what y'all gonna do for the weekend? <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> I'm looking for a long weekend. Just kick back. Speaking Got any weekend. plans? <laughs> no, we ain't doing nothing. We just no. we just at the house. That's all. I'm leaving early so I can enjoy my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> From the bedroom to the living room. <laughs> been to any new restaurants lately? Uh-uh. Uh, we've uh-uh. been cooking out. Nah. We done went through four barbecue pits. We on the fifth <laughs> one now. We done burnt all You seen up, that man. new place over there on Main Street? It's nice. Uh-uh. You been on Main? Uh-uh. 
you doing over there? Every day, same day. <laughs> oh my God. To the window. Who ever thought that to the window to the wall would be for real? <laughs> to the window. <laughs> you ain't lying, Jay. You ain't lying. To the window. <laughs> to the wall. Yeah. I can't tell you how them peeps after you blind just to see what's out there. I know. Chain. I know. How's the tree so doing, so Junior? Yeah. Oh, tree doing well. Tree is doing so well. Squirrels okay. in it now. Oh. Oh, God. They just made a a new family there. moved in, Junior. Yeah, a new family that moved in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't so sad. Uh, I got life. some, uh, is it I got some. Father's Day this weekend or something? Is yeah. Pastor Ray yeah, Sunday. Yeah. 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 Happy Father's Day, guys. Yeah. Steve, yeah. Tommy, Thanks. Jay, Thanks. Junior, your Thanks uncle. Steve, you don't and that's Sunday. all we gonna get right there. That's pretty much it. Appreciate it. it. Yeah, that's, that's it right there. We know it. Our day ain't as big as y'all. Hey, our day ain't as big as y'all. We know it. Touch it, touch it. No, 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 no. No, no, don't try to hype us on Friday. Get us all worked up about Sunday. (laughs) Ain't nothing happening. For good reason. In a pandemic. It's Father's Day in a pandemic. (laughs) Man, come on. Okay, so what's your ideal Father's Day? What do you want to do in 30 seconds? What do you want? Uh, Ideal? Uh huh. Kids gone. I like it. And naked. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good okay. gift. Or they could be downstairs and I could be upstairs naked. I don't really care. <laughs> don't Just don't come up here. Right. All right. Okay, sorry I asked. Right. Uh, what, what, what's yours, Steve? We got to go. <laughs> coming up yeah. in 32 minutes after the hour, everyone's favorite segment, especially Steve's, it's Ask the CLO, coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, listen. We're going to start the show off with Steve's favorite segment, and it's time to ask the chief love officer, Steve Harvey. Steve, you ready? Can I share something with you, Shirley? Yes, of course. You've been saying this is my favorite segment, but it's, I wanted to inform all of you of this. Mm -hmm. It's my only segment. I don't have any other segment except that one. This is my only segment. So please stop calling it my favorite segment. That's because you ain't at work. (laughs) You got the closing remarks. That's because you're gone. You got the strawberry strawberry letter. letter? That's not mine. That's Shirley's. My name ain't Strawberry. (laughs) That's not mine. I share that. You got Pimpin. You got Sister Odell. Sister Odell. When when last time you heard from her? When when last time you heard from her? You don't hear from her. Let's come on with my segment. Let's go. Well, do all your your characters. Yeah. No, I ain't got the energy for that. Here we are, back at square one. All right, Steve, this one's from Calvin in Atlanta. He says, I'm 27 years old, and I work as an online tutor, working mostly with adults that are completing online degrees. My rate is $25 per hour, but one of my older female students offered to double it if I worked with her face-to-face. I agreed and went to her house for the first session, and it was obvious that she wanted more than tutoring. She said that her husband lives out of state, so she had plenty of extra time for tutoring. I see her three times a week, and she pays me $100 an hour now. I know this is wrong, but the money is good, and so is the sex. What should I do? I don't see what you what your problem is. So. <laughs> I'm, well, I mean, okay, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say it. Oh, you're making $100 an hour, and you're tutoring. But what's... what's you know, 
Excuse me, inside mind, outside. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me just say this to you, son. Playing a dangerous game. Playing a dangerous game having sex in another man's house. Yes. You're playing a real dangerous game, son. That that that, that don't ever work out good for nobody I've ever known that's done it. You can't get you naked. Your butt up in the air and the key in the door. God. home. Bro. Baby. Bro, you playing a dangerous game, man. Quit. Yeah. Yeah, so change locations is your advice. But he's getting tutoring and tail, so that's pretty good. TNT. TNT. Okay, uh, Kiki in Lafayette, Louisiana, Steve says, I'm a 41-year-old woman dating a 53-year-old man, and we've been quarantined together for months, and I'm sick of having sex with him. I need something different, but I never cheated. I've never cheated. I want to have sex with my ex-boyfriend, and he is ready and willing. He was such a good lover, so I'm sure if I get a little something different than what I've been getting, my problem will be solved. I think it will help me deal with my man. Is it okay to take a break from my man and have sex with my ex just once? Oh, everybody. Well, if you think it's going to be just one, you're sadly mistaken. That's not how it That's works. That's right. Sex is like ladies. Yes. Oh, you can't that's eat it. just one. You can't that's just eat you one. Yeah. It does just like ladies. You can't. Wow. Yeah. You know how many times yeah. I've said that? How many times? Time. How many times you said this? Our last time. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Boy. I ain't come back over here. This, no this our last one. After this, this it. We ain't gonna do it. No. Yeah, I understand more. how you feel. I'm gonna on honor you. I'm gonna honor that. <laughs> All right. This one's from Shantae in Philly. Shantae says, I'm a 29-year-old woman, and I've had it with my current boyfriend. We've been together for four months and started having sex recently. The sex is awesome, but he is so annoying. When we are having sex, he cannot stop talking, and he loves to ask questions uh, the entire time. All I hear is, do you like it when I do that? All I need is for him to handle his business. That's all I need for him to do. And, and just moan. Handle your business and moan. That is it. Uh, How can I get him to stop being so corny? Call Johnny like that. Corny. No. <laughs> She's 29. She calls it corny. Corny. Let me see. What could he be saying? Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm doing it good, ain't I? I'm a goody goody. The entire time. Girl, girl, you know what they call me? Good and plenty. (laughs) That's corny. That's mad. Mad. I like it. Girl, your love is like candy. I want it now and later. Ooh, cornball. For real. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Girl, this thing better than a baby roof. Uh uh. You my baby. You my little roof. Yeah, all these tricks I'm doing, this is like this is like a bowl of Skittles. <laughs> Joke, man, you shut your corny ass up. <laughs> you know that's gonna yeah. happen one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm corny like corn candy. Oh, <laughs> oh dude, you just yeah. shut up, yeah. handle your business, and get through. 
She says this is going on the entire time, Steve. Girl, girl, girl. You know what I say? I'm like Rick James. I'm in love with Mary Jane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm she 42. Can't take it. <laughs> I can't take it. <laughs> yeah, can't get enough of this Kit Kat bar. <laughs> She gonna start booing him. Boo. Yes. <laughs> She's just gonna be like, yeah. just stop. Just I'm stop. home and joy. You Sometimes saw. you feel <laughs> yeah. you in the blank, girl. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. But I wanted to go back to the 40 year old woman and the 53 year old man. She said he's a good lover, but she wants to go back to her ex boyfriend sometimes. And is that okay to have sex with her ex? You want to have sex with your ex-boyfriend. You mm-hmm. you going so you don't forgot why he's your ex. You're gonna repeat that, and you're in a relationship with a man that you can't stand to have sex with. So you're just gonna keep making bad decisions. Yeah. All right. That's it. All the time we have for CLO today, Steve. Thank you. Coming up next, <laughs> nephew's here with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national headlines, and a resident poet, Junior, is here. Yay, ah, Junior, with yeah. a Juneteenth poem, and and he's gonna bless us with a Father's Day poem too. Got them all covered. Wow! All of that is happening Damn. at the top of the hour. I love it. Can't wait. Right now, nephew in the building with "Run That Prank Back." What you got for us, nephew? Condom cleaner. Oh. Say it again. Yeah. Condom cleaner. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, cat. Condom cleaners. Hello. Hello. Uh, I'm trying to reach Tamika. Tamika. This is she. How you doing? I'm um, I'm Brad from um, Quality Cleaners. I'm the manager over here. Uh huh. Listen. Um. Did you bring some clothes in this morning? Uh no. I I didn't bring anything in to you this morning. Okay. Well, listen, we, we got uh, an order that was dropped off this morning here. Uh, it's a couple suits, uh, some business shirts, and a, a few other things. But there's actually been some articles actually left in the clothing. So we oh, my to... husband probably brought that down. Okay. He, well, he, he, he there, dropped there, it off this morning? It was dropped off like around 7 this morning. But we got, it's got, a, it's worth, it's like about 100 bucks cash in the pocket. There's a couple uh, business cards. Uh, there's There's a cuff link here. I looked all over. There's only one cuff link, and then there's two condoms in here, so I wanted to see if you guys wanted me to put this in a plastic bag or something and have it have it well, for you. Uh, can, can you repeat what was in, left in there again? Well, we, like I said, we got a uh, it's like right at 100, maybe 105 bucks of cash. Uh, there's a business card from an insurance company. There's another mm-hmm. business card for um uh, what is this? This is um. What else was left? Right, right. I'm trying to tell you about all the business cards. I, I don't. I'm not interested in the business card because you said something else. Okay, no. There's a cufflink that we can't and we can't find the other cufflink. If it's here, we we look all over the bag to see if we can find it, but we don't see that either. What and, What else is in his pocket? Uh, like I said, you got a you got a hundred dollars in here. There's some. Uh, no, I need. No, 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 no. You had said something to me. There's, now I oh, need you to there's, say. There's some, yes, there's business cards. There's a, a insurance card. Some uh, business a, cards. You said something else. A cufflink, ma'am. There's a cufflink in here that we can. Uh, the cufflink. I mean, I don't know you said something else. Oh, oh, okay. What well, the last? The, we, there's two condoms in here. Hello. What did the f- did you say? 
that, like I said, there's a hundred dollars in here. There's no, some business. That. Did you say? Did you say there was some condoms in there? There's two. There's two uh, extra large there's condoms two. in here. Hello. So, I'm here. I'm. I'm just trying to digest all the stuff that you had just said that that was in my husband's pocket. Now, are you sure that this is my husband, Chris? Chris. Uh, well, it has. Uh, I mean, maybe you know the items, ma'am. This is there's a there's a gray suit. There's also a solid blue suit that that, that sounds fam- that sounds familiar, but I'm not understanding well, what, what you a, just the, the trying to tell number, me. That was some condoms. The phone that number that I the phone number that I called the number that's attached to this actual order. So, I mean, uh, this is the number we have on file. Is this is this his number or your home number or your, was your sale? What what number is this? Uh. This is our house number. Okay. I, I just don't believe, you know, what what you're telling me because we just celebrated our uh, our, our anniversary last week, and this is. Uh, what 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 what? I mean, what's what's wrong, man? What's wrong? Well, first of all, we married, and we never used condoms. And then you up there calling me talking about he got condoms left in his suit coat pocket. I, I'm not understand. Okay. Oh, well, I know he ain't cheating on me. Well, not, not, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, you know, they could have been there. For- well, why else why he would have candles in his pocket? That just don't make any damn sense. If we marry and we don't use condoms, well, why the f*** would he have condoms in his pocket? Uh, I, I don't know, man. You'd have to talk to Chris about that one. Now, my, I guess my main reason is that you want me to... Just, just well, wait a minute. I wanted to know did you did you clean anything yet? Did you clean the suit? Or no, his, no, his we haven't yet? cleaned it. I just I just start okay. sorting stuff and I, you I, know, I don't I, want you I don't want you to clean a thing and all those articles that that you said I want you to put it. <sighs> I want you to I want you to put everything, including them damn condoms. I want you to put it in the bag. I want you to put it in the bag. Don't clean nothing, because okay. I'm going to come up there, and I'm going to pick everything up. Okay. I, I I mean, I'll be here all day. Like I said, my name is Brad, and I'll be here if you want me to um, if you want me to uh, put them to the side. I, I, I won't clean them. I'll just put them to the side, and I'll leave them in the same laundry bag he had when he dropped them off. I'm going to Chris up. I don't believe this I didn't gave this all the good years of my life, and he's going to turn around and cheat on me. You make sure you don't clean up thing, because I'm going to CSI all that my damn self. You put all that in the bag, I'm going to call my job and let them know I'm not coming in today. Slow down. I don't want you to get, get too hysterical. I mean, you know, you're getting a little irate. Are you okay? I'm, 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 I'm going to be all right. I am going to be all right. When I get up there, whew, Chris is going to get up. That's all I got to say. You make sure you have all that stuff not clean. I don't want you to clean it. I want you to put all that other that you said that you found in his pocket, you put all that in the bag. Because Chris is, would you, would you, I don't know who the would you, would you, he think he's with. Okay, Miss Tamika, would you like for me to call Chris? I don't and, want and, you. And, no, 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 no. Look, Bobby, I don't want you to no, call No, 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 man, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. My name's Brad. I'm Brad. I don't give a damn what your name is, sir. I really don't. Okay? Because Chris is going to get up. You just put everything in the bag, sir, like I had asked you to. I am on my way down there, and Chris, mm-mm, no, this ain't going down this way. We just renewed our vow. And matter of fact, don't condoms come in threes? And you up there talking about there's two left? What the uh, I, I'm not understanding. I know how to do my math, okay? Chris is going to get okay. up when uh, he get home here's, tonight. Here's, here's something else in the 
it too. There's a note in here. A note? What does it say? Okay, man. I, I, you know what? This has gotten way, way out of hand. I don't want to. I don't want to. Out of hand, and you need to quit telling me every that's in his pocket. Would you read that to me? Matter of fact, I want that in the bag too. Okay. The more evidence I have, the better off it's going to be for me. I'm a kiss up. What did the note say? The note says, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your husband, Chris, got me to prank phone call you. What the <laughs> <is>? <laughs> Oh, my God. Chris was going to die tonight. I was, we was going to have a barbecue in his honor. Do you hear me, Tommy? Do you hear me? Oh, my God. Chris, I don't believe this is to me. I'm so full with comedy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Full. Couldn't take another bite of comedy. Woo! You stuffed. Am I stuffed? Coming up at the top of the hour, we can't wait for Junior's Poetry for Juneteenth and Father's Day right after this. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, happy Juneteenth and happy Father's Day to all of the dads out there, to the ones we work with right here in the studio. That's Steve, Jay, and Tommy. Well, our resident poet is here with a gift for you guys and for us all, for the world, Junior. Yes, it is. Here are two poems. Yes, this is rare day, two poems for each holiday. So let me go ahead and get this. This is what I think that um, when Juneteenth happened, this is what I think they were thinking. And I had to get in that mindset, so here we go. This one's called Juneteenth. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. The secret was never told that slavery had ended two years before. Now, to me, that's kind of bold. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. We still in the field picking cotton when they knew damn well we was free. If you think that's kind of rotten. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. How the hell you keep a secret like that? The only reason you could hold us down, cause you were standing on our backs. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. It's the day we celebrate. But it's one thing I know for sure. You can never get good news too late. Juneteenth, 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 the end. That's my favorite I, I part, the end. I had to pop up for this. <laughs> I'm clutching my pearls right now. And I don't even wear pearls. That was I'm great. I'm clutching my Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. They was running through the city. They was running through the city. They was running through the city spreading the news. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. That's how I got that. Worst damn porn. This was for you. This for Mr. Negative. No, no, no. Mr. Negative. Don't listen to him. Boo, listen to that. Boo. Because I don't even feel free right now. Thank you, Jay. Shut your uh, black ass up. Daddy Poem, this is what I call this. This is for all the fathers in the world. Oh, you got another one? I don't, oh, yeah. okay. I don't want this poem. This is for you, huh? He's got this is for you, Tommy. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. You don't want to hear Listen. I don't want the poem, Junior. Father's Day, Father's Day, Father's Day. Boo, boo, boo. I know I did it. I got it, Shirley. Watch this. Daddy, daddy, daddy. That's exactly how it starts, Tommy. Daddy, daddy, daddy. 
I honor you this way. Oh, daddy, 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 I just like to say, daddy, 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 I'd like to take this time to send you some heartfelt words, and some of them may rhyme. Oh, daddy, 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 you don't sound much for me. I like how you stand up to be a man, and you taught me the correct way to pee. Daddy, 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 oh, father pops of mine. I forgive you for saying you were coming to see me. Uh -huh. I knew damn well you was lying. Oh, daddy, daddy, daddy. Happy Father's Day. That I hurt. give. Ooh, I'd like hurt. to send you a card. Uh -huh. Only problem is, I don't know where you live. The end. <laughs> the end. Yes, the end. He's going to leave back with in the chair. I'm with daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> yeah. Come on, one more time. Junior with the daddy. Daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He laughed. He laughed. Hey, Did you hey, hear him? Uh, he laughed, Daddy Junior. Because he, he loved his punk. Yeah, you got it. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. That one was good. Don't do Juneteenth no more. Juneteenth, no, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. Junior, can you no, mix no, them up together? Can no. You no. Let me hear a little bit of that, yeah. No. Daddy, 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 Daddy. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. That's what I do. Junior, I love them. That's what okay. I be doing, sure. That's, that's what I Sitting do. Sitting here looking at this tree, all I came up with is daddy, daddy, daddy. I, I, <laughs> I'll be trying, boy. I'll be trying. <laughs> I have got to get out this house. <laughs> yeah, you need Soon. to. Man. <laughs> That was genius, Junior. Thank oh, you. God, well, you no, it wasn't Shirley Genius. Father's Day card, but I don't know where it. you live. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Steve. we got to get to the news headlines. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, and Good morning, everybody. Well, what's uh, seen as a rebuke of the Trump administration's hardline stance against immigration, the U.S. Supreme Court's Rule 5-4 to four to preserve DACA, or the DREAMers uh, program. DACA, of course, the Obama-instituted program that allowed some 650,000 people brought here to the U.S. illegally as children, allowed them to stay here legally, since this is the only country they know. Meanwhile, 21 states are seeing a surge in coronavirus cases. Health experts say that Florida could become the new epicenter of the disease, much like New York City's been for all these months. According to new scientific projections, Florida is one of 10 states that have seen record increases in COVID-19 cases this week alone. And health officials say that the Sunshine State has all the hallmarks of becoming the next epicenter for transmission. However, Republican Governor Ron DeSantis says that shutting down his state is simply not a good idea. I think the, the negative effects of that uh, would far outseed any gains you're getting. Would, would shutting down the state stop some of the, the examples that I showed? I don't think so. And so you have to have society function. Florida hosts the Republican National Convention, by the way, in August in Jacksonville. Another one of those Big Ten is Oklahoma, where the president's scheduled to hold a big rally tomorrow, the rally where attendees are being asked to sign waivers, promising not to sue the Trump campaign if they come down with the virus. By the way, the rally was first planned for today, Juneteenth, and in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You may remember jealous racist whites in 1921 overran what was a middle-class neighborhood nicknamed Black Wall Street, murdering black doctors, lawyers, educators, and others, and ransacking and stealing from their homes. Tomorrow's rally was supposed to be in Tulsa, uh, but the day was pushed back to tomorrow. Finally, uh, by the way, the president says that the, he told the Wall Street Journal um, that he made Juneteenth very famous by originally scheduling his rally for today uh, because he said because of the criticism and news coverage that it got, um, he said he ended up publicizing Juneteenth, an event that nobody had ever heard of.
Uh, FYI, uh, Mr. President, Juneteenth is recognized as a holiday in 47 U.S. states and the District of Columbia, as well as Windsor, Canada. Uh, finally, because of the day, Emancipation Proclamation was issued in September 1862, by the way, to explain, but the South lost the war and kept slaves thinking in Texas that they still were slaves another two and a half years. Juneteenth came on June 19, 1865. Late comedian civil rights activist Dick Gregory expressed his feelings to me about it before he joined the ancestors. I'm so glad that Juneteenth is not just one day or one weekend, but there's festivities all over the country. One of the interesting things to me about Juneteenth, the largest Juneteenth celebration, celebration is not in America. It's, it's in, in Windsor, Canada. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. COVID-19 is still very real. Um, Jay Anthony Brown, so Jay, you've been in the house just creating songs. You've been you've been creating. You've been in creative been, mode. Been very creative. I spend yeah. this time doing the stuff. Mm. Along with some other stuff I'm doing that makes me feel as if I have company, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> okay. nobody Can here. you get to this? <laughs> I, I can't tell how many times I heard that and paid the money. Can you get to this? <laughs> so you've murdered another hit? Yes, I have. I have murdered another song. As they say on that show, like the hit, here you go. Check it out. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. You can't do that here. If you keep it up, I'll be forced to show you the exit. I'm not kidding. No coughing, baby. How you think of that? No coughing, baby. <laughs> no coughing on the dance floor. But you were coughing on beat. Yeah. You did that, Jay. Man, that was cold. There's going to be a lot of that, good. though. Yes, don't stop you. Once you start coughing, we have a whole different attitude toward a cough now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You used to yeah. let a cough go. You know, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. You got a little something, something going on, mm-hmm. but no. Every mask yeah. is looking at you. 
Great job, Jay. Great job. Yeah. Good job, Jay. As usual. As usual. All right, coming, coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, we talked about it earlier. Today is Juneteenth. Now, Juneteenth is the holiday celebrating the commemoration of ending slavery, okay? On June 19th, back in 1865, General Gordon Granger arrived with Union soldiers in Galveston, Texas, and announced to enslaved African Americans that the Civil War had ended and they were free. Mm. This was more than two years after President Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation. Two wow. years after. Two whole so what years. What was Gordon doing? What was Gordon doing? That's what I want to know. For them two years, where was he at with this? With this Stopping he by just town. kept it to himself. They knew. <laughs> Yeah. They knew. They didn't want to end slavery. They didn't want to end slavery. Free labor? They didn't want to end no slavery. Right. Slavery slavery lasted even after Juneteenth. Yes, mm-hmm. it did. Mm-hmm. Especially wow. when Lincoln got shot, it, everything changed. Cause, yeah. Yep. Growing up in Chicago, we didn't hear about it until no. I um, spent time in Texas. Mm. Yeah, when I'm, I mean, mm-hmm. I was born in Chicago, but when we moved to Houston... Um, when I was in like middle school, I learned mm-hmm. about it because Galveston, you know, Tommy mm-hmm. and Junior, you know, yeah. Houston is so close to Galveston where it happened. Texas, it's mm-hmm. a big, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a big holiday. It's parades, here. Oh, we celebrate right. parades. parades and everything. It's Every. like MLK Day. It's huge. Wow, in yeah. Houston, yeah, yeah barbecue very, pits is going up. Every, yeah, yeah, big family uh, holiday. But can well. you imagine? You've been working for two years and you've been free for those two years, and you find out. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to whip free. somebody's ass out today. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. you know, the, the the way our people have been treated through yeah. the years. I mean, just, and this is why we are where it, we are. Where we are right years? now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But, that was the, uh, that was, go ahead, Shirley. No, I was going to say, uh, I'm sure you guys heard about this too. President Trump uh, is taking credit for Juneteenth, uh, its popularity anyway, saying he made, um, saying he deserves credit for making Juneteenth popular. <laughs> okay. He just found out about it. He told the Wall Street Journal that no one ever heard of the holiday before he brought it up. Well, I tell you what, I tell you what said, no one never heard of. No one never heard of going, a president going in the bunker. That's what the hell we never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I made Juneteenth very famous. He didn't make Juneteenth. No, you didn't. No, what he should have said was, I've never heard of Juneteenth. Yes, right. No yes. one I associate with right. has ever heard exactly. of Juneteenth. And since I mentioned it to all of them, I should get credit for informing them of Juneteenth. Right. A lot of people knew about Juneteenth, uh, Trump. You yeah. didn't. Right. And you want right. to get credit for making it popular? Right. Huh. Well. It is an election you year, Steve. Two years later you, after you, they were late. emancipated. Two are you anything, kidding me? Anything he can do to get some black votes, okay. But you want credit for that? And why are these black people that keep going to the White House talking about he's done so much for African Americans? Mr. President, I'm telling you, you're doing it. I was sitting there watching these five black people, and I just wanted to ask them, just tell me what has he done? Just tell me what he's done that black people ought to be so happy about. Well, Steve, the president himself just told you that he made Juneteenth very famous, so that's that's one. Well, let me tell you what he hasn't done. <laughs> okay. Huh. okay. During this whole uprising of demonstration, he has mm-hmm. done nothing 
as supposedly the leader of the United States to make anybody feel better about it in any way. Nothing. He has not come out to address the nation in its upheaval and turmoil. And when it was just the COVID, he was talking every day till that number got too high and he set his ass down somewhere and decided not to talk about COVID no more because this is getting out of hand. Well, we're getting close to 200,000 deaths. And Florida just had a little over 3,000 cases of COVID show up in one day. Highest day rate of admitted COVID cases since the pandemic started. President's saying it's slowing down and so is the yeah. vice 13 states are reporting increased numbers of yeah. COVID. It doesn't matter what he say. He ain't a doctor. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's Sensible the first white man. He ain't a scientist credit, and man. he don't tell the truth. Right. Nope. Coming up next, the nephew here with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Happy Juneteenth, everyone, and happy Father's Day to all the wonderful fathers out there. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour. Thanks. Yeah, and, and you guys right here. Don't like say it like that. There's some Steve, good ones out there, too. You're a great father. There's Tommy, some great you're an fathers excellent out there. father. Some great Tommy's ones. an excellent father. Uh, Tommy's Jay. an excellent father. He, he is, is, man. He really is. Jay is a good dad, Jay too, too, man. Yeah, Jay, Steve, too. And you, you too. Yeah. You, too, huh? We all good dads. Yeah. Really, man. We're just I, I, not I, I, appreciative. <laughs> we not appreciate it. <laughs> not like mothers is. And I understand it, but damn. Yeah, man. because we actually I mean, if we could get half guys. of what mothers get, just half of it. Well, it's well, not going to happen. Carry a, a third. baby. Third. We get a third One-tenth. We a, can't carry the baby. Okay, then. Mm. So so you Hush. just answered your we own. We can put Hush. it in there. We can put the baby in there. I'm Father's like Day, man. Father's Day. Bring you me don't some need barbecue no. by the house or something. There you go. You don't oh, need no reservations at the restaurant. Restaurant be wide open. Just walk on in on Father's Day. <laughs> and if you text me Happy Father's Day after 3 p.m., damn it, save it. it. Don't care. <laughs> Keep it to your damn self. That, that didn't happen before? Hell, hell. I'm with you, Steve. I need, to wake, up. I need to wake up to my happy Father's Day. I need to wake up and they there. Damn so, there you go. so what do you want? You want the kids all around you? Oh, I tell you what I want. I put it in a song. Here it is. You want to hear it? Uh-huh. Well, we got to run. Why don't train. you leave me the hell alone? <laughs> leave me the hell alone. Why don't you leave me the hell alone? Leave me the hell alone. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You are sending mixed leave- messages. See, I don't want my kids to leave me alone. A six of them <laughs> live right here uh-huh. in Atlanta. Six of them. Mm-hmm. You know, damn. I'll be sitting up here going, oh, this was wrong. Then, then I'll be comparing my ass to their ass, and I'll be going, what the hell are you over there for? You know. <laughs> That's what's really wrong. That's what's really bothering. All right, come on. We got to get to this prank with the nephew. What you got for us today now? Let's go. We're going to the barber shop today, y'all. This right here is the blind barber. The blind barber. The blind barber. Because you know what? Let's go, cat. Hello? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to reach a uh, a that run the the bar. Yeah, you. Now, you run the the barber shop down there, don't you? Okay, now I'm trying to see if if y'all got any uh, uh, booth rentals down there where I can come in there and cut some hair. I've been cutting hair a long time. I want to see if y'all got some room down there. They tell me you might you might have had some come available. I got two booths open right now. You need a booth? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get in there and get the cutting. Now, you, now how much you 
charge for, for booth rental on a weekly basis. That's uh, $200 a week. $200 a week. That's $800 a month. That's still good because they're just $200. Now, when can I get down there so you can meet me, you know, where you can show me around the shop so I can know what? I'm open from 8 to 7. That's, uh, that's Tuesday through Saturdays. All right, because I want to see if I can maybe meet you there so I can get down there and just feel my way around. Well, come on. Then what I want to ask you, do you mind doing for me? Do you think you could possibly put up some ramps where you got steps at and uh, and your phone could you take your mind if you take the phone and put it in Braille for me? Oh, yeah, wait, wait a minute. What the hell I need to put my in? Taking ramps out and, and putting phones in and Braille for what, what? What's going on with you? Well, I'm 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 blind. You know, I'm not going to let that stop me. You know, I'm still going to. Oh, no, 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 no. Hell no, man. You, hell, wait a minute. The, you what? I'm blind, but see, but I've been cutting my hair for over 10 years, and folks say my haircut always look good, so I didn't figure I'm going to start cutting hair now. Oh, well, guess what? You might cut hair, and it might be some good that you do, but just can't cut no hair in my shop, not being blind, Doc. Yeah, but ain't that kind of in my shop, man. No, what? I ain't got no problem with that, baby, but you you just can't do it down. Well, wait, wait, now, see, this is what they call discrimination. You can't do that. You can't discriminate from people just because they got some type of handicap belongs to them. You uh, listen, hold on, let me tell you something, man. I'm not trying to be trying to put you out of business, doc, doing what you need to do, but you just can't do that in my shop, man. I don't care if it calls discrimination, 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 or what. Not, not, in, not in my shop, not in shop. You just can't do it, baby. Listen, now, I know how to cut hair. I know how to give folks a lining and stuff like that. I ain't tried to use no razor, nothing like that. Oh, but no, I, no, man. Come on, dude. Listen, listen I, can't you find something else to get into besides trying to cut hair? Well, this what I like, though. This what I feel like this is my calling. You just can't do it in my shop. I'm sorry. I, no, because, see, now, that's what I don't, I don't care to hear something like this here. Now, I've been... I got the qualifications, and I'm able to do it. And I want to be able to come down there. And I told you when I first, what I tell you, I said I wanted to feel my way around. Didn't I say that? You don't need to feel your way, Doc. I need you to be able to see what you're doing. I mean, I don't care about you being able to cut no hair, being blind, Doc. You got to be able to see to do that. This could probably do do wonders for your shop. People have come from miles around to see somebody like myself cutting hair. That kind of in my shop. Did you hear what I said? I heard what you said. What I don't want you to do is make me mad about this. Now How you gonna get mad about something that belonged to me? I'm, I'm, I'm off, and, and you telling me this that you're blind, Doc. I can't help you when you run, man. Come on with that. Hey, now listen, I'm gonna tell you this here, and I'm gonna tell it to you straight. I'm coming down there to that barber shop. I'm gonna fill these booths out, and I'm gonna start cutting. Now, one thing I don't want to do is have to get into no tussle with you. Now, I don't want that. Don't worry about getting in no tussle with me, because if you bring your up in my shop, talking about you going to cut hair, it's going to be some furniture moving around up in the I mean, I'm coming down there, and I'm coming down there this evening. Now, one you thing you... nowhere now. You better keep your away from my shop. You're going to get your whooped by a blind man if what you're going to do, you ain't going to see it coming either. You hear me? Bring your on. As long as I got the money to pay my booth rental, I you don't give a damn. I don't want your money. Your blind can't cut no man. My 
I'm understanding what you're saying, and if I got to call the law about you being discriminatory. Law, you can call anybody you want to call. That's my. You not gonna do that. You understand what I'm telling you? Now you bring your down there talking about cutting hands. My you won't. I'm, I'll be waiting on you. I'm, I'm coming down there this evening. I'm coming, and I'm coming to whoop your. Cause you got the nerve to discriminate against me. I don't know how you got my. I'm in the first. Well, who tell you my? No, you ought not be dialing my. How you even fix your fingers up? Then you call my. They give me, they give me this number and say you is the one that do the hiring round the barber shop. You don't call my personal number. You call my shop. Who tell you my? No. What difference do that make if I'm some man looking for a job? See, you this, don't, this, I don't this, give a you don't call my personal phone. Man. This, you you're gonna watch your tone with me. What you gonna do? I ain't gonna watch a thing. You, no, you, I, gonna, you just don't you bring your in my shop. I tell you one thing. You gonna watch. You gonna watch me get on your this evening. How you gonna get on my? You can't see me. And I'm about to hang up on your. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Thing is that. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your cousin. You know what? I'm gonna whoop that around your chance. Man, you ain't no good. Hey, Mister, I got to ask you, man. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> no, he not. That's funny. Come on, now. You, come on, Jay. Funny. I you don't know how many bar you been it. to, Jay? Why can't y'all see it? It's funny. I, I, they can't see it. That's what I'm saying, Jay. That's, they don't They don't get this wisdom on the left side of my brain. They don't get it. You don't wisdom. have wisdom. You don't have wisdom anywhere on your brain. Wisdom. I got plenty of wisdom, boy. Wisdom. No, first, yeah, that, that's exactly what you have. Wisdom. All right. Uh, <laughs> we got to go. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject, I want to teach these twins a lesson. Mm. All right, mm. we'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air. (laughs) Just like we're going to read that one (laughs) right now. (laughs) Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I want to teach these twins a lesson. Dear Stephen Shirley, you are not going to believe this. I am 30 years old, and my longtime friend has, and my longtime girlfriend has an identical twin sister. I can barely tell them apart sometimes. Uh, They both have short, curly froze. They both have dimples in both cheeks, and their bodies are the same. My girlfriend and her twin love to prank me and confuse me since they look so much alike. Their little pranking went too far, and now I want in on the fun. Two Saturdays ago, I had a cookout and my girlfriend and her twin showed up wearing the same short set. I had been drinking and cooking all day, so I was feeling good and 
sitting in the backyard talking to my cousin. I texted my girl to bring me another beer out to the patio. She brought the beer and leaned over and gave me a wet, nasty kiss when she handed it to me. So I grabbed her by her butt and pulled her onto my lap. My cousin said that was his cue to leave, <laughs> so my girlfriend and I were about to go at it. Right as I was, as it was getting good, the twin walked out to watch us. I thought, okay, this is freaky, but we kept on grinding and kissing. Then my girlfriend jumped up and the twins busted out laughing. That's when I realized it was not my girlfriend that I was about to have sex with. It was a twin sister. Come they on. played another prank on me. But I wasn't laughing because I was ready for some action. Uh, since then, I can't stop thinking about the twin sister and her juicy kisses and how good her body felt. I don't think she was just pranking me. I felt like she wanted me for real. They started this, and I want to finish it. I'm thinking of asking my girlfriend for a threesome with her sister. Would I be wrong? <laughs> Please advise. You knew that oh, was coming, right? Let's yeah. go, baby. Oh God, you knew that, that was over. I didn't see that. I didn't see this. Man. <laughs> you didn't see it coming. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> All right. Uh, hmm. Well, I'll, I'll put it like this. If I were you, I, I wouldn't necessarily suggest it. I think it's up to them if they want to go there to suggest this. If, if this is something you really want, and it seems like you do, because they are really messing with you. I mean, it's really beyond a prank now. It sounds like they both want to get into some action. I just don't think you should be acting thirsty, anything like that. Let them bring it up. I think they're almost there. You know, it kind Please. of week <laughs> it almost they're almost there it sounds like they would be open to it it really does um but i don't think you you want your girl to feel some kind of way but it doesn't seem like she would because she was right there watching you guys so i think it's just a matter of time before the three of you are in bed together i i really do because you know that prank went a little too far the sister was watching she wasn't saying anything and it's not your fault you really couldn't tell them apart so you know what kind of game are they playing um i, I think it's gonna happen just just wait it out i think it will steve that's all i got that's all i got for this letter okay i just What's realized the mistake i made what i thought a lady wrote this letter I just oh, realized. oh, you did? Oh, oh. It was a guy that wrote yeah, the letter. Yeah, a guy. That changes my answer totally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's see. Steve Harvey, before you answer this letter, I want you to think about it from something that you've been working your entire career to build. It's called a brand uh -huh. and an empire. Uh -huh. <laughs> I Dang, want you deep? to carefully choose your words. So I think that I should read this letter uh-huh as I'm having an out of body experience. Okay, that's always fun, Steve. Let's do it. Yeah. Steve and Shirley, you ain't gonna believe this. I'm 30 years old. My longtime girlfriend has an identical twin sister. How would you not like the identical twin sister, seeing as how they look just like? And he said, I could barely tell them apart sometimes. That's it. Mm -hmm. So if you like one, why would you not like the other one? <laughs> they both got short curly froze, both got dimples in both cheeks, bodies is the same, 
my girlfriend and her twin love to prank me and confuse me since they look alike. This, they, this, all this is them, dog. You ain't wrong. Yeah. You ain't wrong. They little pranking went too far. Now I want in on the phone. Two sides. Had a cookout. My girlfriend and her twin showed up wearing same short set. I've been drinking and cooking all damn day. I'm toe up. I was feeling good sitting in the backyard talking to my cousin, my dude. I text my girl. I told her, bring another beer out to the patio. Mm-hmm. She bought the beer, leaned over and gave me a wet, nasty kiss. She handed it to me, so I grabbed her by her butt, mm-hmm. pulled her into my lap, my cousin said, eh, it's my cue to leave. This going a little bit too far. That's a good, that's a good cousin. Good cousin. So my girlfriend, we just going at it. Right as it was getting good, the other twin walked out to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, all right, this freaky. <laughs> oh, but I'm in too deep right now. I'm all in. We kept grinding and kissing. We grinding and kissing. Then your girlfriend jumped up and the twins just busted out laughing. Then you realize it wasn't your girlfriend that you was about to have sex with. Hang on, Steve. Hang on. All right. We're Why is he writing a letter? We're trying to figure out what's wrong right now. Yeah, it's going to happen. Uh, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, I want to teach these twins a lesson. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. I want to teach these twins a lesson. It's really nothing to recap. It's real simple. 30-year-old dude, long-time girlfriend, got identical twins. They came over to the cookout, wore the exact same thing, same hairstyle. Both of them got dimples, both got the same body. He been drinking, cooking, Texas girlfriend, long-time girlfriend now. Said, bring me a beer out here. She bought the beer out here before she gave it a lean over, gave him a, a big, wet, sloppy, nasty kiss. You know that nasty kiss, tongue all, all on your teeth. If you lick my teeth, <laughs> it, it has to happen. <laughs> teeth licking. Wow. <laughs> Kate, so now she done came in the backyard with the twin and did that, he tripping. They mm. grinding, mm-hmm. kissing harder, pulls her in. What are you Cousin looking at him going, I gotta get the hell out of here. <laughs> what is happening? Dog, dog, I wants that. And before I let you see what I wants, I'm gonna get on out of here. Oh, they going in. Then the other twin walked out and was just watching. You thought it was freaky, but they kept grinding and kissing. Then your girlfriend, you thought, jumped up, and the twins busted out laughing. That's when you realized it wasn't your girlfriend you was about to have sex with. It was her twin sister. Mm-hmm. They had played the prank on me. Uh-oh, but here the problem is, he wasn't laughing because I was finna tap your sister. And I was okay with it. <laughs> now this funny to you, but this ain't funny to me. Uh-uh. <laughs> so now ha ha he he hell. 
<laughs> one more time, one more time. So now, ha ha, he he hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten serious now. Play too much. Now, ever since then, he can't stop thinking about the twin sister and that juicy kiss and how good her body felt. And then dogs say, I don't think she was pranking me, Steve. See, he talking to me now, Shirley. Mm-hmm. This part of the letter is for you. He said, this, y'all can see him writing this. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was pranking me, dog. Steve, I felt like she wanted me for real. That grinding and that hard kissing, yes, she did. They started this, and I want to finish it. Mm-hmm. Homie. I th- I'm thinking about asking my girlfriend for a threesome with her sister. Mm. Would I be wrong? No. As hell. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> you gonna be wrong as hell. I can't tell you the times I have been doing something so wrong and felt so good about it. I can't count the times when I heard in my head, if loving you is wrong, oh, I don't want to be right. I, don't, I can't tell you, boy. I know where you at. Would I be wrong for asking? Yes. Now, what's going to happen, though, is it's going to be offered to you. Because that was put out as a tease. To yeah. see how you would respond. It's a great prank, though. I mean, just speak Man. on pranks. <laughs> <laughs> Come prank on, King your Bank. Come on, King of Pranks. It's a good prank, man. I Very good prank. So, Steve, prank it's a me. matter of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I say here's the best way you could do it, bro. Prank back. One good prank deserves another. Oh. oh. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay. No matter how hard she arguing with you, act like, oh, I know this you. (laughs) (laughs) I know this your sister. You ain't fooling me. Yeah. Or just say, I know it's you. Stop acting like your sister. Girl, come on here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think what's going to happen, though, is I think that was a test to see how you felt about it. Girlfriend's with it. She didn't say anything. I have the a girlfriend with it, and the sister yeah, was with that's it. That's right. I have a question. Girl, I ain't doing that to your boyfriend. Girl, suppose he, you know, that's gonna get up in his head. That's what they wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did. They, they want that thought in your they, head. There you go, Junior. Yeah. I have a question, Steve. Oh. I have a question. Have oh, a question. Dave, it's been every twin has been offered that. Jay, go you ahead, have a question Junior. For I mean, Tommy. If it comes his way, should he act like he's enjoying it, or should he still be mad? Fight it. Well, it ain't it ain't no way to act mad. It just ain't no way. It's no way to act mad. They're identical twins. Well, just come on in. Sitting here all spanking all on both of y'all and all this here. Tired this here. Sitting up here, been thinking about this all these years. Sitting up here, gonna bring it to me, gonna hand it to me, set it on my lap. Oh, y'all, stop kissing at the same time. You're so ignorant. Oh my yeah. God. I don't know who I'm holding right here. Oh, you hold it. You hold, you hold me. You hold her. You stop. You stop. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I think we got it, Steve. Uh, I like her more. I like her the same. 
Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram. You tell me I told you. <laughs> Don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up in 46 minutes after the hour, we're going to talk about... I know about, what you like. She like it. We're going to talk about mentoring and fatherhood right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, this weekend is your Harvey Foundation virtual mentoring camp. You always do it on Father's Day weekend. Um, and, you know, get... normally, Shirley, I would be at the ranch right I know, now. Yeah. I know. Yep, We've gone Steve. so many times yep, man, with my you. My fatigues yeah. on, my fishing shirt, that uh, big old fishing knife. poles, my uh, knives, mm-hmm. man, yeah. my hats. UTB, baby. Uh, man, I miss it, man. I really do miss yeah. the mentoring camp. Mm-hmm. But because of COVID, we had to do it a virtual mentoring camp, which started today. Uh-huh. I addressed the boys. I first talked to eight and then uh, special recipients of it. And then after that, we had all 200 on oh. Zoom call. And we I've had wow. speakers all day long with the boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Good. you have uh, guest speakers from all industries like you always do. They'll be mentoring the boys um, from fatherless homes, discussing, like you say, manhood. Uh, a big topic right now, racism. Racism. So yesterday we started the program right after I got off the air. Mm-hmm. I did the welcome address, and so we'll continue today. Uh, we just had eight boys on the screen, but then we opened it up to the other 200 we had oh, some wow. special surprises for these eight boys that had come to the camp. One boy uh, had came to the camp in 2019, was mm-hmm. at the camp. Last he was year. also a Disney dreamer. Okay. So okay. he made it to Disney dreamers and to uh, the mentoring camp. He's all and bad. when I opened up the door for questioning, this kid said, Mr. Harvey, I see so much that you do for people I almost hate to, but there is that anyway. Anyway, he said, I have a 3.8 GPA. Mm-hmm. I'm, in- mm-hmm. I'm interested in STEM. Mm-hmm. He said, but I just can't get to school. I said, why not? He said, we don't have the money, sir. I just want to go to college. Wow. So, send him to college. I yeah, love it, Steve. I mean, that's, that's I mean, so rewarding uh, when you can when you have it yes. and you can bless someone like that. That that is wonderful. Doing yeah, that. you talked about Work. college education. You talked about racism, the meaning of Juneteenth, financial planning. Um, um, you know, you just talk to them, real talk about being a young king and a lot more. So they get a lot of out of these mentoring uh, programs that you have, and like you say, right now it's virtual. Hopefully. You know, in the future, when COVID is over and all this, you can go back to doing your camps because you love that. The one-on-one, yeah, yeah, face-to-face interaction. Yeah, you know, it was was just great for the uh, boys. And so we gave out some scholarships today to the eight young men. Mm -hmm. And uh, we sent this one kid to college, and then we opened up the doors to any other young man that's having trouble getting into school to let our foundation know and we would assist in whatever way we could. It's just been a blessing, man. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yesterday was a great day, and we're going to continue it this weekend. All right. So. Happy Father's Day. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, now you guys are going to talk about fatherhood right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We got to say uh, happy Father's Day to Steve. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's you know we day. love you. You're a great father. You're not only a great father to your kids, but you mentor others 
you know, other kids, other people's yeah. kids. Doing and, it all weekend. Yeah, that's right. You know, all weekend. And, Even and that's to me, great really minute to me, too. I, yeah. I appreciate yeah. that's why I did the poem that's, for you. That's mm-hmm. why I did it. Oh, that's why you did the poem <laughs> for him, Junior? Jesus. Uh, yeah. Boy, I wish we daddy, had daddy, daddy. Daddy. <laughs> you could daddy, do daddy. Another daddy. great gift. <laughs> <laughs> J. Anthony Brown, you're a great father as well. Uh, nephew Tommy, you're yes. a great father. And and Junior, you're not a father yet. No, but you, no. you, yeah, but you listen to our stories, Junior. Write some of this stuff down. Write it down. Don't. Let's yeah, get to so it. Yeah, let's go talk about fatherhood. I think for me as a father, uh-huh. and Stephen, Tommy can probably attest, if you got, especially if you have adults who have kids, what brings me the most joy is when my daughter tells me, you know, how she talked to her kid and the kid won't listen. And like, where did she get that from? Not listening. And she talks back and she calls me names and says, yada, yada. That gives me such joy that God has put the person <laughs> back crazy. in her life that <laughs> she was in their life that they used to be. Uh, I, I love you. Yeah. And uh, then when I'm listening to their story. <laughs> I'm listening and I'm saying, what? For real? <laughs> uh, uh, they, what? They won't listen? And that's oh, really true, Jay. No stuff. Jay, that's really, really true, man. He's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you oh, agree God. with him, Steve? Why? That's the best joy. Because all of them, mm. Carly is catching it with BJ. Uh-huh. Morgan is catching now. it with L. Uh-huh. And they got it coming. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. that's how they was. Uh-huh. That's how they was. Uh-huh. I thank the Lord for karma. <laughs> wonderful. Oh, goes around, it really around. is a wonderful thing. I'm with you, Steve. I should have named one of my though, kids karma. I should have named one of them karma, man. <laughs> <laughs> It, and on a serious note, though, fatherhood for me has been one of the great joys of my life. It has Aww. been the thing that has started to show me the greatest return of my investment mm-hmm. is when my children come back around and I see them doing well, trying to finish tasks in a timely fashion. Yeah. It's, it's a great thing to see, really, as a father, that some of the stuff you taught them, you're hearing them Maybe. repeat it to yeah. their friends yeah. and say it to their kids mm-hmm. and it's been a, it's been a great reward I think the other thing is that how they look up to you and you don't you don't really know sometimes I feel like I don't really deserve it I was on the road working and but they really worship you and they want to spend time with you and sometimes as a father fathers don't get that kids just want to spend time with you man and that's yeah. just, you, do you know I you, I used to it. feel guilty about that mm-hmm. too Jay because I spent too, too. so much mm-hmm. of my life away from them mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. on the road mm-hmm. and 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 their mothers was practically raising them you know mm-hmm. alone almost at times that was a period when my first wife was way raising the kids alone. Mm-hmm. Actually was. And I was just absent. I was out here pursuing this thing, man. And I, I didn't go about mm-hmm. it the right way, admittedly. Right. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know how to weigh it out. Mm-hmm. I just made the jump to go. My son told me something one day, though. My oldest son. He said, Dad, at first I didn't get you leaving like that. He said, but I understand it. He said, if you had not left, you couldn't be what you are to me today. And you couldn't be what you are to thousands and thousands of boys out there that's counting on you. He said, and I've just gone to understand that you weren't just my dad, 
that you became Uncle Steve along the way to a lot of yeah, people. And I used to get mad when people go, Steve, you like the father I never had, you like the uncle. He said, then I realized that's what you was put here for. So right. I'm just glad I'm your son, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad wow. you came into my life. But it's my uncle. Let's get the I, record I, I straight on that. Let's get the record straight on that. I'm so glad Uncle Steve came. Right. Not your uncle. Thank man, you guys for sharing. Own. Love your kids. Uncle, love all of y'all, man. I do. Coming up, we'll talk more about fatherhood with the guys uh, at 20 minutes after the hour. This was good, guys. Coming up Real right good. after this. Yeah. yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, before we went to break, we were talking about fatherhood, what it means to you. Uh, mm-hmm. Steve, you were so eloquent. Jay, you were so eloquent on what you guys were saying, what it means I was, to what, you. What would you call me? Eloquent. Oh. Yeah, with your words. Have you ever been eloquent, Jay? I don't think I have been. <laughs> you were earlier. <laughs> and Steve, you were, too, talking about what fatherhood means to you yes. and all of that and the father you try to be. Um, some fathers don't have an option. You know, mm-hmm. we got you got to work. You got to go to work to take care right. of your family. Yeah, that's why, Tommy. That's why we so proud of our Uncle Steve, man. That 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 dude, damn it, everybody. Uncle. Tommy, <laughs> no, 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 we no, we haven't heard no. from you. Mm-hmm. I had a really really good father. Yeah, he did, right. he didn't he had he gave me the time he had, but he you know he worked a lot. Sometimes I went and work with him, mm-hmm. but what he gave me, I I just tried to do that for my kids and just give them everything I got. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes all of us, I think we've gotten to the point where we've given our kids too much. And right. we try to give them the things that, that we didn't have, and we just open up the floodgates, and, and I think mm-hmm. we've spoiled them to a certain extent. You. That's just me. I like spoiling my kids. I think I pay for it at the end when, I, when I've given them too much, but I love them to death, man. Yeah. And I love my daddy. Boy, I sure wish you was here, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's for sure. I, wow. would, I wouldn't even be the man I am without Slick Harvey. Mm. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. Yeah. That dude right there, he poured it into me. If I wasn't going to get nothing else, you was going to get this manhood piece. I don't, your mama take you to church. I'm going to show you the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, guys. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's trending headlines, both Atlanta ex-police officers, that's Garrett Rolfe and Devin Brosnan, uh, turned themselves in yesterday. Rolfe has been charged with murder and Brosnan has been charged with violating his oath and aggravated assault. And in the uh, Breonna Taylor case, the Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron, who is African-American, said he is very saddened and heartbroken about the death of Breonna Taylor and his department is still investigating, but there was nothing new to report. So Cameron is asking the community for peace and patience while they conduct a thorough and fair investigation. See, see, those are the words (laughs) that incite people. Uh When you say patience, how much waiting around for justice do we need to do before we qualify for you as law-abiding citizens and we've been patient enough? No, man, we're done with the patience part. Stop asking black people to wait on justice. Stop asking us that, because we tired of waiting. It's like that evil-ass woman that was on Instagram the other day talking about, as a Republican, you ought to be grateful that we abolished slavery. We're not grateful you abolished a damn thing. 
If you hadn't have brought our ass over here, it wouldn't have been no slavery. So how you want credit for ending one of the most inhumane atrocities ever perpetrated against a group of people, and you want, it, you want credit for that? You got to be out your rabbit ass mind if you think we're going to sit up in here and be patient some more while you, while you what? You went in this woman's house with a no-knock warrant and you shot and murdered her. Mm-hmm. And the dude you was looking for was sitting in jail. What you got to investigate? This is incompetency on the police department across the board. It is incompetency in the judicial system across the board. And you want us to be patient. See, those are the types of words that piss people off, man, that's got these young people out here so fired up, and deservedly so, because you keep shoveling doo-doo down our throat and trying to tell us that it ain't doo-doo. We know what it is. We've been tasting this doo-doo for 400 years. You can't tell us this is pudding. Why we do a complete investigative, no. Why you do a complete cover-up. Everybody that was there shooting and guns went off. You know good and hell well whose gun went off. That's a simple-ass test that night. Everybody gun went off was an accomplice in the murder. Period. That's what you supposed to come back with. But because they police officers, when did y'all, see, y'all be passing out these badges and you let them decide whether black people live or die that day. Mm-hmm. We, we sick of all of that. Yeah. Well, ain't no more patience. All right, Man, Steve. miss me. This bullshit. Oh, okay. Uh, coming up, it's our last break of the day. It is the last break of the day. Very good. <laughs> we'll do all this when we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are on this Friday, Juneteenth, <laughs> our last break of the day, Steve. Wow. What a week. It's the last break. Yeah. What a week. But uh, Junior made us feel better with his poem. Yeah. Those were two good poems. Those were really two good ones. Uncle Steve, he he like a father to me, so I did it. It was inspirational. That's where my inspiration came from. Which one would you like to hear, Steve, again? Which one would you like to hear? I say both. Oh. 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 Here it is. Okay. Here it is. Uncle, here we go. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. The secret was never told that slavery had ended two years before. Now that's kind of bold. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. We still in the field picking cotton when they knew damn well we was free. If you ask me, that's kind of rotten. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. How the hell you keep a secret like that? The only reason you can hold us down because you were standing on our backs. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. (laughs) It's the day we celebrate. But it's one thing I know for sure. You can never get good news too late. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. The end. <laughs> wow. Back door. Here it is. So you home. need to get them both so you can understand the depth of his ignorance. Here it is. <laughs> oh, okay. Come on. <clears throat> Father's Day. Daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> I order you this way. <laughs> oh, daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> I just like to say, daddy, daddy, daddy. I like to take this time to send you some heartfelt words, yeah. and some of them may not rhyme. Uh, daddy, 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 uh-huh. you did so much for me. Uh-huh. Like how you, st- like how you stand up and be a man, uh-huh. and the correct way to pee. Uh, daddy, 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 uh-huh. father pops of mine. I forgive you, 
I forgive you for saying you were coming to see me. And I knew damn well you were lying the whole entire time. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Happy Father's Day, I give. I'd like to send you a card. Only problem is, I don't know where you live. Then. Happy Father's Day. Hey, happy Father's Day. Oh, and uh, happy World Sickle Cell Day to everybody, too. All yes, the boys man. out there. I yes, forgot yes, today yes, is yes, that. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Right. I'm busy All today. Right. Steve, Steve, Steve. <laughs> Come on, uncle, Steve. Uncle, uncle. Steve. Steve. Come on, Steve. Yeah. And you Steve. know what's so bad? It's going to be in your head all day long. <laughs> Daddy, no, you, why you mentoring? <laughs> no, it won't. I'm not going to keep that in mind. Not that ignorant. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. What? Daddy, I just want to say in closing, real simple. Mm-hmm. This time, we're not going to stop. We're not going to run out of energy because now we know how it's done. We're familiar with the trickery. We're familiar with the distractions. We're familiar how you change the narrative. We're very familiar with you putting people in the protest to incite it. We're very familiar. See, so we've stopped all that. Those people that you plant in there to throw the first rock and the fifth rock and to bring the pallet of bricks down and to start the fires, we're very familiar with that. We are going to continue demonstrating. We are going to continue protesting. And I have news for you. These young lions that roar are just going to walk this anger straight to the poles. I have news for you. There is a change. I don't know if you're able to recognize it because it's just so many things you don't seem to be aware of. Juneteenth is just one of them. So you weren't aware of that. You're not aware of what's really going on out here in these streets. Really, and the only reason that you're not aware is because you don't care because it don't affect you directly, but in November it will. I promise you this. See, we got the right group of young people now. We got the right attitude. We got the right songs. We got the right tempo. We got the right messaging. Because finally, Black Lives Matter has stuck, just like it was before when you wrote it off and changed it to All Lives Matter. Well, because of COVID, everybody was home, and finally they got what you were saying, and they got what we were saying, and they found out that black lives really do matter. Because a person is asking for black lives to matter, it's not saying that yours don't matter. It's just saying, can can our lives matter just like everybody else's lives? And now, because everybody was home and watched you murder these brothers, watched you take them from their families, And as we sat there and watched, it got a lot of people's attention. So we mad. Yeah, but we've been mad. We've been mad a long time. But now some other folks aware of the anger and have come to the conclusions that their silence is compliance. See, you can't be silent about this no more. I don't know where the Southern Baptist Convention is. I never hear that religious group come out to our rescue. Uh, uh, Is it because you have a different method, a different mode? 
you know, when you see police officers refusing to go out on calls because they two brothers have been arrested for murder, for murder. See, they didn't get arrested for nothing. They got arrested for murder. Guess why? Because they murdered. And now your ass is refusing to come to work because you want to support that. No, man, that bond you got with that blue, them days is over. Even your president then started this little police reform bill. It's little right now, but we're going to help him grow it. Because we're going to do it with demonstration. We're going to do it with legislation. And we're going to do it with reconciliation. You have a problem, sir, because we're not going away this time. We mad for real. Those are my closing remarks. Y'all have a uh, have a couple of nice couple of days. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 